0: Welcome to the Talking the Line Podcast, presented to you by Tips and Slip Sports Good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers, far and wide. Welcome into episode number 12 of the Talk in the Line podcast. Thank you so much for taking a few moments out of your day to come and kick it with the TTL crew on this beautiful Friday of bets, heading right into March Madness. Before we get into today's action, take a quick second and Smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently listening to the TTL podcast on. Go ahead and leave us a review if you would be so kind. We certainly do appreciate those five stars. And last but not least, head on over to this episode's description where you can find the Talking the Line link tree, and within that you will find all of the TTL crew's content so you can consume it however and whenever you please. I am your humble host. Colton, Colt45, Sroka, and it is my humble pleasure to bring in my partner and the co-host of the Talking The Line podcast, a young man who is so geeked that March Madness has finally come upon us. We have already been sweating out some bets and jumping up and down together like a bunch of madmen, and we cannot wait for the next two and a half weeks of this fine sport they call college basketball to continue, ladies and gentlemen, the man, the myth, the legend, Riley, R-Max, Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today, pal? I'm feeling great,
1: man. It is March. Oh,
0: yeah. Uh, you know,
1: you said jumping up and down it was not for joy so far. No, it has not been. It was not, not for joy so ha- far. Has, we had a- the old Drake Bulldogs minus two, and that yeah. one was a rough, rough finish for us. Nice little uh, backdoor for the Shockers. Yeah. Uh, but hey, it is March. There ain't a bad beat that can bring my mood down no. until maybe We're tomorrow here. afternoon.
0: Yeah, we'll uh, see.
1: So we'll see, but it is March. I am so juiced. I, we got tons of action to go through today. We've got combined picks that we love together. We've got some showdowns on the podcast for the first time. For the
0: first time ever, ladies and gentlemen, we are officially bringing you some TTL showdowns on the podcast. Now, it's been a long time coming since uh, me and old Mags over there have gone to the dirt and thrown up the Dukes and uh, said, let's go to war. You think you know the best? I think I Is know the, the first best. first time? It might be the first time Actually, on the I, podcast. Now that I said that, I remember we had, I feel like that Alabama-Arkansas game a few weeks back. It, it, it might be. Okay. I'm not 100% certain. First or certain. second, it doesn't matter. I'm not 100% certain, but what I will tell you, for those first-time listeners, or if you've been listening to the TTL pod and you're saying, what in the world is a TTL showdown? Well, with us being handicappers, we don't always agree on picks. And with so many picks on the college basketball slate tomorrow, you know, it was only right that when we disagree on a side, we might as well play the side that we are pulling for and throw a little showdown on it so we bring the heat we bring the intensity and we are 100 percent keeping track of the record for the ttl showdown well then we got to go back and dig up some records
1: then see if we already had one that's yeah, for sure yeah
0: yeah we might have to check that out enough of that banter we will get into that much uh much later but uh Quick and in a hurry, not not later at at all uh, for uh, for uh, here at the podcast. But some wild wild stuff going on in the NFL, NBA. Not so much the NBA, NBA but NFL. My Chicago Bears doing
1: some uh, doing some things. Man to say oh the man, least.
0: I don't know what they're doing. Releasing Kyle Fuller, allowing Akeem Hicks to seek a trade, signing up Andy Dalton for a one year, ten million dollar contract. Dare I
1: say dumpster fire? Dare I say dumpster?
0: At Stanford, scouting their number one quarterback. Looks like they're going to take him in the draft. Yes, you could say dumpster fire. (laughs) We got Eddie Jackson on Twitter tweeting at this point with a facepalm emoji. It ain't looking good for the Bears fans, my friend. You know, er NFL's
1: NFL's turning a quarter, man. You've seen the last fucking five to ten years of the NBA of player empowerment. Mm. Teams, or excuse me, players... Diving way deeper into their team's transaction. It's right. not just a contract. They're not just there because mm-hmm. they have a contract. Mm-hmm. They're there because they want to win, man. Right. And when things start going south and their front office is making some questionable at best <clears throat> moves. At best. <laughs>
0: at best.
1: And what I will say is I know you uh, and everyone else wanted Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson, and I get it. But when that didn't happen, I don't know who else you were bringing in. I don't either. And obviously Andy Dalton is no fun consolation prize, but <laughs>
0: it's not. You no, know, I, I I can't stick on this any longer because it is beginning to hurt too much, and I don't even understand five minutes before the pod. We Colton said, I don't even want to talk about
1: this. Please I just, don't make I I to barely about this. touch on it. But gosh
0: <laughs> darn, man. This is this is not fun at all. I am not looking forward to this season unless something miraculous happens, which I do not envision. Nonetheless, we are under. Two weeks away from the MLB season tipping off, and boy, oh boy, I can't wait for that to happen. I
1: can't wait for that either.
0: Mm. I'm juiced. We're definitely going to be having a lot of bets coming out of there, so stay tuned for that. Uh, Might dabble on some NBA today. Uh, Follow us on the Action app for our other locks if we do dabble in that. But who wants to sit here and listen to us banter and babble on and, you know, talk about pointless nonsense when we got march madness hot and heavy on the slate yeah people don't care about nba in march no nobody does so we're gonna cater to your needs we always have you the better in mind so we are gonna do that and that alone we will have fan question friday at the end of this episode but right now it is time for everyone's favorite part of the Talking The Line podcast, and it is the favorite plays of the day. Now, we did foreshadow it just a little bit, Say we're going to have a few combined plays. As per usual, we had some really solid favorites we loved, but we did have a few that we disagreed on. So we're going to give you our favorite locks, obviously the ones that we played together that we love, and those will be the first. We have six of those coming tomorrow, and then we'll give you the showdown picks and there are four games for those so kicking it off i'm gonna go ahead and pass it to my partner to give y'all the first lock of friday's march madness tournament (sighs) blaze music to my ears man it's here man i uh i believe this is the
1: first game of the day uh, and it is we are rocking in the virginia tech florida matchup Mm -hmm. uh as it stands right now it is a pick 'em and we love the Florida Gators. Yeah, uh, Virginia Tech is one and four ATS over their last five. Florida is three and two ATS in non-conference games this season. Okay, Virginia Tech is looking real cold right now. They did not finish their
0: ACC season off too well. We're all over those Gators. One and four ATS in their last five overall are the Hokies. Mm-hmm. You know, I I just can't rock with that. The Gators, they had. Gators haven't. Neither team is playing their best ball no, right now. Let's but, be honest. No, neither team is. But the Gators and Trey Mann have one more opportunity to get this done, and not to mention, the Gators are on a twenty and eight run ATS in their first round NCAA tournament games.
1: Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at Florida right now. Two of their last, they're one and three over uh, straight up over the last four. Two of those losses are to Tennessee. So
0: one of them's been both solid tournament teams. So Very solid tournament teams. I'm not worried about Florida here. Florida always shows up in the first round. Virginia Tech has not been playing well at all. They've covered one game in their last five. Like I said, it's all about trends. Mm-hmm. It's all about trends. Give me all of the Gators in this spot. We're not going to spend a whole lot of time uh, breaking it down uh, super heavy today. We'll give you some good trends, but it's March Man, there's anything f- too that can happen. Gotta, too many picks. Got to roll right through them. <laughs> so, uh, but another thing we're noticing before we move along is these minus one and a half, minus twos, you might want to invest in a money line play as well because mm-hmm. we got burned on Drake, you know, it, and in a lesson as well, bet early. Don't wait till the last second to bet because that's that's when the bo- sports books take advantage, man. Yep. That's, that's how it is. Look at us sitting over here laughing. So, moving right along to our second NCAA college basketball play of the day, we are going with the Texas Tech Red Raiders against the Utah State Aggies. Texas Tech is coming out of the Big 12. And it is just a different level of play than the whack. Mm-hmm. That is one of our biggest main reasons. Sure, Texas Tech got beat by Texas in the conference tournament, but by a point—by a point, sixty-seven, man. sixty-six. They're hanging with big teams. They did get beat by fifteen by Baylor, but that's Baylor and. Other than that, I mean, they torched ISU, they torched TCU, and they actually beat Texas in the meeting prior in the regular season 68-59. I love Texas Tech in this spot, after, especially after the Aggies losing to SDSU in their last matchup. They also dropped a couple back-to-back to Boise State. You know, I'm all
1: over Texas yeah. Tech, man. It's the level I think of play. Yeah, I think they're under I'm— they're, all of their losses this year have come to very good tournament teams. Mm. Texas, Baylor, West Virginia, Kansas, Oklahoma State, and Houston. They've lost to a couple of those teams a couple times, but still. Right. It's not like they've dropped one to TCU here or there. They they they've competed taken... with the big dogs, and they took a couple on the
0: chin, but it's mm-hmm. a, like you said, it's the Big 12. Absolutely. And it's a d- just a different level of play, and that's why uh, we think the – The Texas I wish Utah
1: State was playing somebody else because I like them a lot, usually.
0: Yeah, honestly, too. I mean, they're very evenly matched teams as to be expected in the tournament, but give us all the Texas Tech at the minus four. Absolutely love that play. When it's a a little bit longer spread like that, I am definitely going to ride with the favorite in the first round. Mm -hmm. Moving on, ladies and gentlemen, to our third lock of the day. We are going with my oregon state beavers facing the tennessee volunteers this one's tipping off at 3 30 p.m central standard time the beavers are hot my friend yeah. i talked about it this a couple darling man. oh baby i talked about it a couple episodes back wayne tinkle and the boys are coming for fucking glory my friend hey so i saw wayne tinkle a couple nights back on SportsCenter. center Oregon State by a million. Little uh, foreshadowing. I got them moving on past Tennessee. Just in case anything funny happens, I'll take the eight and a half. But Oregon State winning outright in their last three matchups and actually going six and one straight up in their last seven. And not to mention, they were the underdog in six out of those seven matchups. And the one that they were a favorite in, they were a minus one favorite. Oregon State beat Colorado 70 to 68 as an eight and a half point favorite. Oregon 75 to 64 as an eight and a half point favorite. I mean, it, dog. Or, or dog. Oh, I'm saying favorite. I'm sorry. As a dog. And, and they beat UCLA. UCLA scrapped to take that to overtime. And then they pulled away again as a five and a half point dog in overtime mm-hmm. where dogs go to die. This is a tournament team, if I've ever seen one. They turned it on at the end of the year and coming out of the Pac 12, where it just was a cluster all year long, they pull away and they get the Pac 12 ship. Mm-hmm. I think they got a serious chance to pull up the pull off the upset. I got them moving along in my bracket. I'll talk about that a little bit later on. Yeah, we'll dive into that a little bit. I'm uh, I'm with you,
1: but with the plus eight and a half, mm. I don't have them up. I don't have them completing the upset. Um, I think it's uh, not quite as solid of a matchup as they've had in the last few. But I love the eight and a half. Biles are yeah, 0 and four on. ATS over the last four tournament games, mm-hmm. and Oregon State is ten and one ATS over the last uh, eleven games on the
0: season. Love it, absolutely love it. And you said 0 4 in their last four tournament games. Mm -hmm. How about their last four tournament games, 0-4 ATS as a favorite? Hmm. Not looking good for the Vols, man. Not looking good for the Vols. Yeah, I'm all over. Give me all of the Beavers and I will happily take the eight and a half points. Four are fourth lock. That's right, one, two, three, fourth lock of the day we are headed to one of our favorite teams that we have bet all season long because they are so fun to watch and have the number one overall projected nba pick that's right the oklahoma state cowboys a place where i was actually thinking about going Mm -hmm. to college at one point in time however kind of would be goofy living in illinois they're playing the liberty flames and this game's tipping off 525 central standard time Oklahoma State has been cooking, cooking, my friend. They're 10-1 ATS in their last 11 games following straight-up loss. Why do I mention that? They did take one off the chin in the conference championship against Texas, 91-86. Watch that game. We did have them as three-point underdogs. Mm-hmm. Rough, rough loss. I think they come into this tournament blazing hot. I think so, too. Blazing hot. That was just a little bump in the road. They're five and zero in their last five games after allowing more than ninety points in the game previous ATS. The Cowboys are also eight and one ATS in their last nine overall, and they're seven and one ATS when it matters in their last eight games versus a team with a winning percent above six hundred. I'm all over it. I am. This is one of my
1: favorite teams in the tournament, man. Uh, I think this is a terrible matchup for Liberty here. Like we said, Cade Cunningham is Mm. the absolute man. Yeah, and they're going to be pretty upset after that loss to Texas. The uh, 5-0 ATS last five when allowing more than 90 points, like that ain't nothing. No, that means they rebound. They rebound. (laughs) They don't like when they give up points like that.
0: No, I am just a tad bit worried. This line did drop from 9.5 to 7.5. I did see a few other sharps taking it at 9.5, so I'm not too worried about that move. I think it's just some... Late, late money coming in on Liberty. However, the only thing that scares me is the Flames are 4 0 ATS in their last four NCAA tournament games and tournament games as a dog. A little scary in the first round. It might be a this little bit of matchup, a sweat. Yeah, think. yeah, I don't think so. It, it might be a little bit it of a sweat. It might be a sweat.
1: little upset special if it might wasn't be, Oklahoma State. Yeah, it might
0: but. be a little bit of a sweat, but uh, I think Oklahoma State 100% will pull away at the end under the willpower of Cade Cunningham. Yeah. And for our fifth NCAA Basketball March Madness Tournament lock, we are going to, you could have guessed it, because we're homers for this conference, the Purdue Boilermakers getting or actually laying minus seven and a half against the North Texas Mean Green. Mm -hmm. Mean Green raging hot coming into the tournament. Had to look this one over a little while. They beat WKU. They beat Louisiana Tech. They beat Old Dominion. You know, oh, man. They're playing some really good teams. Then, wait a minute. It's Purdue, man. Big 10? Big, Big 10. Big 10 versus this? So then you look, okay, they did lose in OT to Ohio State. Battled rough, all the way back. Rough though. game. They battled all the way back. That was amazing. But before that... They put the whooping on Indiana. They beat Wisconsin, Penn State, Nebraska, Michigan State. Lost to Minnesota on the road, but Minnesota was great at home all mm-hmm. season. They beat Maryland, or, or uh, lost to Maryland, won to Northwestern, and beat the dog pants off of Minnesota, finally. Yeah. So I just think, again, the conference matchup here is just, it's bar none. Yeah, the Big Ten is just a... It's Monster a whole this different year. beast. Produced four and zero
1: ATS over their last four as a favorite. Five and one ATS last six overall. Five and one ATS in their last six neutral games as a favorite. I That's a it. solid match right there.
0: That is a very solid matchup, and just not alone. I mean, in their last six, seven games, six games, they're five and one ATS. Uh, that that alone, that trend alone. Yeah, me. it was just
1: that uh, lost Ohio State. Yeah, it was,
0: it's just a bump in the road, and it's their most recent recent game, so it's it's not like they're just now getting hot. No. They were hot, and they just they fumbled. They fumbled, but they'll take care of the mean green, no problem. We love them at minus 7.5. Very similar to Oklahoma State. Might be a little bit of a sweat because it's March, but ultimately will pull away at the end for an easy 8-point or higher victory. And for our sixth and final NCAA lock of the day, NCAA basketball lock of the day, we are going with a little, not so much upset, upset special, but I actually am in my bracket, a little bit of foreshadowing Same with there, me. hint, hint, Same hint. With me. We are going with the Winthrop Eagles plus six and a half versus the villanova wildcats this one's tipping off late this is a late night game here pal we got a 8 57 p.m cst tip i'm gonna need the coffee out for that one gonna need it out for sure but winthrop fun team to watch man fun team to watch and i think especially without colin gillespie this wildcats team is just not the same beast nope, struggling. winthrop's coming in healthy 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 no question marks, no confusions. They actually score more points a game than Villanova at 79.2 compared to 75.8. Very similarly matched on the defensive side of the ball and Winthrop's 23 and 1 straight up, 13 and 11 ATS on the season. Villanova's 16 and 6 straight up, 11 10 and 1 ATS on mm-hmm. the season. Winthrop
1: 3 and 0 ATS last 3. Mm. Villanova, since they lost to Gillespie, or excuse me, since they lost Gillespie, mm-hmm. lost to Providence and Georgetown. Yeah.
0: They ain't the same. They're not the same. And unfortunately, folks, I think they might get bounced in the first round. So do I. And if you're giving us points. But if you're, you're giving have... me six points, three buckets minimum, sign me the hell up. Yeah, 100%. One more time. Running through the talking the Line favorite plays of the day for your friday march 19th 2021 the ttl crew is taking the florida gators at a pick'em or if it moves in either direction take the point or the money line texas tech red raiders minus four oregon state plus eight and a half oklahoma state minus seven and a half purdue minus seven and a half winthrop plus six and a half. Hammer these bad boys in as soon as you hear this. Do not wait. Do not hesitate. You do not want those lines to move. You want to have the best value possible. Lock them in. Hammer them home. And let's cash some tickets on those bad boys. And as promised, drum roll please. It is time for our talking the line showdown place For our first matchup ladies and gentlemen we are headed to an interesting one that between the colgate raiders versus the arkansas razorbacks and the razorbacks are opening as minus eight and a half favorites not actually opening the lines moved a little bit you know what i'm saying yeah it's a they're eight and a half as we're recording this as of recording yeah not closing mags who are you
1: taking in this matchup? Oh, baby. I am all over the Razorbacks. They stumbled there in the uh, in the SEC tournament. I am all over Arkansas. They are 9-2 and two ATS over their last 11 following an ATS loss. They are 6-1 and one ATS versus a team with a winning record. I think they are too, too good. I think they are pissed off that they stumbled in the SEC tournament. Mm. They were licking their chops for that one to get hot in the NCAA tournament here. But... I think they're going to smoke Colgate. I think they're going to smoke them.
0: Well, I think you're out your hot damn mind because let me tell you something. Colgate is blazing hot. 10-0 and 0, straight up their last 10. 6-4 and 4, ATS. You say, oh, hey, see, told you right there. Oh, but let me tell you something. They didn't cover a minus 19.5 point spread as a favorite. They still won the game. Didn't cover as a 15-point favorite. Still won the game. Didn't cover as 11.5-point favorite. Still won the game by double digits. Didn't cover as an 11.5-point favorite again. Still won the game by double digits. Ladies and gentlemen, they are a trap team. The books have been trying to get money on them all year because they are blazing hot and nobody has heard about them or watched them as my poor partner over there who is about to lose this bet. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not telling you that they're going to advance past Arkansas. Yes, I do believe my partner's point is very valid in that they are pissed off from their stumbling in the SEC tournament. But one thing I will tell you is that there is no way they are beating the Colgate Raiders by four buckets. You're out your mind. I think they're beating them by 20 pounds. Oh, you're out I your mind. I think they're beating out them by mind. 20. You're talking out of your ass. Arkansas so is. So whoever, whoever you like, folks, whoever you like, whoever you're trailing, whoever you're riding, whoever you're fading, go ahead, shout us out on social media if you think we're dumb. Bring them on in. Bring on the hate. Bring on the comments. You think we're the smartest capper on the planet? Bring it on in. Bring on the love. Whoever you're riding, whoever you're fading. First matchup for the we'll probably showdown. Probably have some balls tomorrow. We'll probably yeah. have a few polls We balls. probably will. We probably will. Uh, Colgate versus Arkansas, minus eight and a half. Arkansas, the favorite. Whoever you want to ride with. I'm going Colgate plus eight and a half. Mags is going to Arkansas minus eight and a half. For our second showdown play. This might be one of my favorite matchups on tomorrow's slate, just because they're great tournament teams to watch. Mm -hmm. I'm just a huge fan of uh, Big Ten ACC matchups in general. Absolutely. If that's any type of foreshadowing, we are going to the Wisconsin versus UNC game. And Mr. Magnuson is siding with Wisconsin, currently at a plus one and a half underdog, and UNC, I'm taking as a minus one and a half favorite. Probably going to play the money line, to be honest with you. I uh, do not want to get burned on the minus one and a halfs again, so I'm probably going to play the money line. However, I love UNC in this spot. UNC are three 0-1 ATS in the last four. 4-0 ATS in their last four following a straight-up loss. Why do I mention that? Absolute heartbreaker in the ACC tournament to Florida State. Again, to your point, going to be pissed off, ready to get this win, put it in the bag. Another little bit for you, their 4-0-1 ATS in their f- last five neutral site games as a favorite, and 3-0-1 in their last four neutral site games. Your Badgers? Oh, 03 and one ATS in their last four neutral site games, 1-6-1 ATS in their last eight versus a team with a winning record above 600%, and 1-5-1 ATS in their last seven games versus a team with a winning straight-up record. They <laughs> choke when it comes down to it
1: yeah I'm uh, I'm gonna have to disagree with you on this one pal uh Wisconsin uh I just think the big ten is that much better than the ACC Wisconsin is seven three and one this ats this year after a loss uh so they bounce they have absolutely bounced back well mm. they are seven one and two in their last 10 tournament games as an underdog mm. they uh especially in the round of 64 they know how to get it done mm-hmm. you know once you get past the. Round of sixty-four, round of thirty-two, and it's a little dicey. But this is a team that is built for the round of sixty-four every single damn year. Mm. They are going to take mm. them down. They uh, they faced off against an ACC team earlier on in this year. Granted, it's not a tournament team. Mm-hmm. Definitely a close, mm-hmm. uh, you know, close you're, miss. You're betting against yourself. Keep going. I Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> They absolutely put the whoop down on Louisville and ACC team this year, eighty-five to forty-eight.
0: That's your that that's your ace in the hole nah. against Louisville. Nah. come on. Like now. I said, just wanted to mention it because okay. I think the Big Ten's okay. that much better than the ACC hey. okay. this year. Okay.
1: Even though I'm gonna flip on that in the next pick, but <laughs> but I'm rocking with Wisconsin, man. Like I said, I just I just as disappointed as they've been at times this year. They know how to get it done in the round of sixty-four. That's my ace in the hole right
0: there. You know who else knows how to get it done in the round of 64? Roy Williams, Tar Heels. Hammer him in, folks. Don't lose your money. Just kidding. Whoever you want to side with, ladies and gentlemen, whoever you think had the best analysis on that particular play, Wisconsin, Tar Heels, we suggest you take the money line on either and don't risk getting burnt on the spread. Moving on to our third NCAA basketball march madness showdown play we are going with the Rutgers Scarlet Knights versus the Clemson Tigers my friend who you got in this matchup Uh, well
1: as I mentioned in the last one I'm about to flip on that whole Big Ten ACC thing I'm rocking with Clemson in this one. I just think Clemson's been the better team this year, Mm. especially uh, down the stretch. Neither team is playing their best ball. Uh, Rutgers was looking Mm. very legitimate earlier on in the season, Uh, but they certainly came back to life. Clemson had a little bit of a stumble in the ACC tournament. Uh, I think they're going to turn it around here. Their defense is very, very, very solid. And I, uh, you know, I, I think they're going to take down the Rutgers, who has been way too inconsistent. Clemson six and one ATS over their last seven neutral games. Four and one ATS over their last five games following an ATS loss. They are four and one ATS in their last five NCAA tournament games overall. Rutgers is one and four ATS over their last five neutral games. And uh, just because uh, you like these weekday trends, Rutgers is two and seven ATS over their last nine
0: Friday games. Oh, you so you're trying to flip the script on me? There, I am. You play my own game. Yep. Okay, that's sure fine. Am. That's fine. No problem at all. Sure, Clemson's uh, done some work here recently. They've they've uh, they've won some games. But when it comes down to it, and you need the old Tigers to get the job done, they just don't seem to be able to get over the hump. Now, my old Rutgers, when it comes down to it, boys and girls, a oh, whole baby, they were at Minnesota. And oh, I just said a, a couple picks ago Minnesota yeah. is a bunch of dogs at home, and they took them to OT and whooped them 77 to 70. Oh, oh my goodness. How did that possibly happen? Sure. They haven't been great in neutral site games, but I'm not worried about that so much this season. It's only 1-1 one one ATS so far on the season. We ain't looking back to before COVID, boys and girls. And, you know, this game does tip at night, so I am just a tad bit worried, as Clemson does hold a pretty good matchup and night game ATS covers AR 8-5-1. Okay, Rutgers, I missed that one. Rutgers 8-9. and nine. However... I'm not backing down from Rutgers. Rutgers is a terrible matchup for this Clemson team. They're scoring just over five points a game better than them, and they are locking it down on the defensive side of the ball. I love Rutgers to get the job done. And not to mention, little free plug here. Hey, if you guys hear this, Action Network, hit us up. Definitely uh, spread the word. We love your product. Um, I love... Action App and their Pro Systems. I'm a homer and a half for them. And that play right there, my friend, you just picked against the Pro System Fade Popular Underdogs in the March Madness Tournament that has a 59% win rate and a 19% return on investment. Mm. I feel I feel pretty good about this one. I'm All not going right. to lie. All right. Well, folks, whoever you think is the best Capper on that play, either Rutgers with me, or Clemson. I almost said Memphis. Clemson with Mags. Hammered in, lock at home. Take the money line. We suggest though, don't get burned on some crazy March yeah. madness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay if you lose outright on the money line, but it hurts even worse on the spread. It does. <laughs> <laughs> and for our final. NCAA March Madness Showdown Play of the Day, we are going to one of those strange matchups, one of that you would never see unless it was March, and one that I so happened to also mention on a podcast a few days back. That is one of my favorite teams to bet in the March Madness tournament. I'm going with the San Diego Aztecs against the Syracuse Orange. I don't think the Orange have a shot. I don't care what Buddy Beheim's doing. I don't care what boogers Jim's picking over there and eating them on the sideline. All I care about is that San Diego State defense allows 10 more points less than Syracuse. Syracuse allows 70.8, San Diego State 60.1. They are clamps on the defensive side of the ball, and that's what matters when it comes to March. I absolutely love the Aztecs every single year when this time of the year rolls around. They are cover machines in March. I'm big fans of them. They have won their last 10 games straight up, but they have failed to cover in four out of their last five. Mm -hmm.
1: I'm going to look past that. Still one of my bullets there.
0: I'm going to look past that because it was a little bit of a shaky streak towards the end, and that was the conference tournament. It's a bunch of craziness going on. I love them at the minus three here. I can't get enough of them. They are also... Uh oh, lost my train of thought. Don't really remember what I was going to say there. However, <laughs> welcome into if live. If that isn't a sign, folks. Well, if that isn't a sign. <laughs> Shit. No, just kidding. What I was going to say San Diego State 23 and 4 straight up, 14 and 12 ATS. Syracuse 16 and 9 straight up, but they're a negative ATS record, 12 and 13 ATS. Give me all of the Aztecs who are four and o ATS at neutral sites on the season against the Orange who are one and one ATS at neutral sites this season. What do you think, Max?
1: I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to fade you on this one.
0: Like you said, oh. San Diego State one and four ATS
1: over their last five. The Orange are four and ATS over their last four. They are four and ATS uh, in their last four tournament games as an underdog. They are 4-0 ATS over their last four games versus a team with a winning record. They've been hanging in these games. They might even slide through the back door. I don't even need them to win. Mm-hmm. They might even slide through that back door at the end of the game there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm all over Syracuse. I
0: actually got them to advance in my bracket, so I had to ride with them here. So the reason why I'm riding with them is because I'm advancing them in my bracket as well. Huh? I am advancing San Diego State University as per usual. They are always... One of my favorite teams to push through and to bet on. I absolutely love them come March. You know, I, I'm just all over them. I'm all over them. I love them so much. Now watch, watch that one not hit. Watch that one be not the one. But if I get burned on the spread, so be it as long as they advance. Syracuse all day, baby. Syracuse all day. So one more time, ladies and gentlemen, whoever you're siding with in these four TTL showdown matchups, we will have some polls out today that you can hammer in who you're riding with. We got me riding with Colgate versus Mags riding with Arkansas, minus 8.5. Mags riding with Wisconsin and me riding with the University of North Carolina at minus 1.5. Rutgers at I am taking at minus one and a half versus Mags taking Clemson. And the last one, Mags taking Syracuse, and I'm taking San Diego State at minus three. Whoever you think is the best capper on the TTL pod, it's about to get hot and heavy, sweaty and scary. You better strap in, kids. It's showtime. Now, without further ado, we hope you enjoyed the Talking the Line podcast favorite plays of the day. Make sure you hammer them in on your bet slip on this beautiful Friday of bets, as I previously mentioned. This wonderful day is. We wanted to get a little more personal, and it's time for our annual fan question Friday. Thank you guys for reaching out, giving us a few questions to talk about. It'd be awful damn awkward to sit here and uh, stare at each other and just talk if if we didn't have anything uh, in the thread. So. Mm-hmm thanks first and foremost uh let's get right into it i suppose huh first things first our uh, fellow chicagoan hope you listen to this my man i'm sure you are we got nick g at cs nick g on twitter our main man asks give us your ncaa brackets we replied, of course, done deal. No question, Mark, done on that. deal. However, at least our final four. So we decided to kind of brainstorm on that. What should we do? We are going to give you our Elite Eight, and then we'll also give you guys some uh, notable upsets, sure. some ones that we're just so excited to watch because we think they're going to be some big ones. So slide on over here to the Tournament Challenge app. And ladies and gentlemen, for me and my Elite Eight, Oh, boy. Pull up your pants. It's about to get big. I got Gonzaga. Okay. Facing Iowa out of the west. Okay. Out of the east, I got G-Town facing Texas. G-Town upsetting Michigan in the round of Sweet 16. I got Purdue facing off against Texas Tech out of the south. Okay. Both teams very undervalued at six and four. And in the Midwest, I got the Illinois Fighting Illini going against West Virginia. What do you think?
1: I like it. We're actually not too far off here. Yeah? Uh, yeah I'm, I definitely didn't have Georgetown that far. Okay. Uh, I will say that I have Georgetown over Colorado in that first round. Okay. Uh, okay. we uh, We got the same two here. I've got Gonzaga and Iowa also. I, I wanted to you know have Gonzaga get knocked off, but their matchups, mm. you know Oklahoma, I actually have Oklahoma-Mizzou, but I'm, I don't know. I might even flip that, because uh, Oklahoma's got some issues with uh, COVID, I believe, if I'm not wrong. Mm. Uh, but I've got Gonzaga, I've got Iowa, I've actually got LSU and Texas. I've got LSU beating Michigan really? and Florida State. Really, yeah, I got LSU, LSU Texas. and Texas. Okay, uh, going up to the
0: South. I've got Baylor and I've got
1: Texas Tech as well as you.
0: Okay, I, I love that Texas Tech play. They're a sneaky six, man. They're a sneaky. Uh, 6 they're very
1: sneaky six, man. And like I, I said
0: earlier, I think they're the most underseated team in the tournament. And once you get through this, I will definitely share as to why Baylor is is not there in Purdue. Fair is. enough.
1: Fair enough. Uh, and then finally, I've got Illinois and Houston. Actually. Taking down West Virginia, wow! That that region was my most chalky, and I don't like it. But yeah. I'm gonna eat that chalk.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna eat hey, that chalk. I, I love the the energy behind that. You you don't give a damn. I you, don't give
1: a damn. You're man. going right for it. In fact, I think the only true upset is that
0: Syracuse game. Okay, Syracuse San Diego State in that region. Okay, so since feels it gross. Uh, uh, since it, gross, since it did make your jaw drop, probably made everybody's jaw drop out there. Uh, Georgetown, Obviously, man. Georgetown and Purdue. All right, so hear me out here. Both, both of these teams purely matchup-based. It's purely matchup-based. Obviously, knocking off Colorado. They're they, they are way too hot for Colorado, and Colorado losing to Oregon State in almost an identical role. That, come on. Yeah, I love that give one. Give me that. I love give that me one. that. So then you go to Florida State. All right, Florida State's been hot, but Florida State has also... Really, really, let you really down. choked they in let these pressure down. situations. Again, matchup-based. Georgetown can get hot. If they're on, they're on. And it is, it's is—it's insane. And in, in the way Patrick Ewing commands his team, or is that the name of the coach? I can't. Is that his name? Just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, I, the way he commands that team, man, oh, man. What, what an inspired bunch. So then I got in the Sweet 16, them facing off against Michigan. Now, Michigan, yeah, I think they'll make a Sweet 16 run. But it's, come, it's going to come down to not having livers. They're going to get tired. And to not have his leadership in those late game moments in those last second time. You saw what happened, man. You saw how much of a cluster it was with 26 seconds left on the clock. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't get it done against Ohio State. I mean, that's just point blank, period. So, it's kind of where I'm leaning there. So, they get that game. And then they see Texas, man. They see Texas and... Hey, hook them, baby, because I am high, 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 high on Texas. Oh, yeah, I, I guess we didn't give it our final four. that No, our final four either, so we'll definitely do that. Uh, so I got uh, in the final four, Gonzaga, Texas, so do moving I. on. So do I. And I have Purdue, Illinois. I'll recap some Purdue here in a minute, but Purdue, Illinois, and then for my championship, I got the Hookem Horns going against my Fighting Illini, but I got my Fighting Illini pulling ahead at the very end, winning the game 79-66.
1: Uh, yeah, I've got Gonzaga, I've got Texas, much like you, and I am riding high on Texas Tech, and I've got them, uh, I've got them in the Final Four. Like I said a couple times already, I think they are the most underseeded team in this tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've got, uh, I've got our Illinois Fighting Illini as well. Uh, I think a lot of people in our in our challenge are gonna have DL Illini, but guess what? I've got them beating Gonzaga. Oh, I've got them beating Gonzaga by a score of seventy-five to seventy.
0: Seventy. Do you know why that's
1: significant?
0: Talk to me. What do you got?
1: That is the score that they lost to UNC in the two thousand five national
0: championship. <laughs> oh, I didn't think about that. Oh, little justice. Sixteen years later, little justice. Look at you, look later, at you go. So I was also wanting to go back to this one. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. Let's give of, some of our bigger upsets. I'm sure a lot of people are, but doggone, really excited that you put that and that we both have Illinois. Um, this is going to be a great March, boys and girls. I uh, I was actually connecting with um, Robbie DeNoho the third at Robbie DeNoho on Twitter today. And you can just see his Abby and he's got a big old Purdue Boilermakers flag right in the yeah. back there. So I happened to get mentioned in a in a thread, and he was a huge Boilermakers fan, and, and obviously I got him in my uh, Final Four because uh, I because I had put him in there, or my Elite Eight. I'm sorry, right? I think you said Final Four, right? Yeah, I said Final Four. I'm sorry. Yeah, so they're in my Final Four, and they're like, whoa, uh, two two Big Ten teams, holy cow! Or no, I'm sorry, I didn't. I uh, I had Texas Tech beating Purdue. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, yeah. So Gonzaga, Texas, Texas Tech, Illinois. All right. So now we're all squared away there. Illinois beats Texas Tech, obviously. Not worried about that. So why Purdue was in my Elite Eight, I, again, matchup-based, my friend. Matchup-based. And the way March has been going, the way this COVID year has been going, they get North Texas in the first round. We took them as one of our favorite plays of the day. We think they're going to smoke them. Travion Williams... I'm sure they had a lot of nice long talkings as to he cannot be the only presence on the floor. Sure. There has to be some more presence on the floor. Sure. And he's going to keep producing the same amount that he has been, right? So they're for me, they're going to see Winthrop in the second round. I think they're going to absolutely destroy Winthrop after Winthrop sticks it to Villanova and come in flying high yep. just because Villanova's not, yeah, not we're right. Team. We're right in, in line, line with all this right now, yeah. So then... This is where it gets real dicey because I have North Carolina upsetting Baylor in the second round. Why do you ask? Because it's dicey. Baylor is actually one of the worst teams in the nation in expected defensive field goal percent and defensive rebounding. Uh, another Ken Palm analytic I saw, <laughs> I can't even think. And it's there, I promise. I promise. I promise. <laughs> and UNC is the number one offensive rebounding team in the nation. Or close to it. Very close to it. Well, it's too bad that they're going to lose to Wisconsin. Not a chance. So I have them knocking off Baylor and then facing Purdue in the Sweet 16. Purdue's sheer willpower is going to get them past North Carolina. Purdue's going to face Texas Tech in the Elite Eight. And that's when, as our good friend uh, Robbie said today, we've uh, the only thing we've come to love is the sweet release of death <laughs> yeah man i mean <laughs> that that will be the heartbreaking moment is sure. their lead eight run yeah. produce a lead eight run and a loss to texas Tech. you can cash it basically yeah. uh yeah what are some of the
1: other upsets i think are we both on uh usc excuse me ucsb and ohio yes into actually. the second round. Yes uh ucsb over creighton ohio over virginia ohio over virginia 100 percent ohio playing way too the hot. only thing that scares me there is that way too hot everyone and their brother seems
0: to be on ohio in that game that's true
1: and virginia ah, man yeah. i'm on ohio i'm on ohio uh, I'm staying
0: on ohio no question sure uh and i'm staying on ucsb too i creighton's a great great team in march but I think this is one of the 12 seeds that make us it interesting. It, it's not the same same March Madness. It's just not. Nope. It's not the same. I mean, it is. Thank goodness it's back. Let's take a moment to just yeah. thank goodness it's back. But it's not going to be the same. I'll tell you that much. Definitely not going to be the same. Uh, another upset that actually you have the team going deep into your lead eight. Uh, I got St. Bonnie's beating I LSU. St. Bonnie's beating LSU. I just think they're coming in way too hot off of that uh, victory over VCU to get the A-10 tournament title they match up real real well with LSU man as far as shooting as far as their big men they are I wish solid. the Bonnies were playing somebody else because I really like yeah, LSU they're Excuse solid me. man the Bonnies are solid I also have Michigan State upsetting BYU if as they do I am uh, yeah as do I Michigan as State do I. or UCLA. At the time of this recording, they haven't tipped off yet, but they will shortly. Yeah, I'm on. I'm on that with yeah, you. Yeah, whoever whoever wins that game is just a terrible matchup for BYU. Yep. And we actually talked about that on the last podcast. As far as the WCC being fairly top heavy.
1: Yep, I'm also with you on Georgetown over Colorado. I don't yep. have them going as far as you do by any means. Him. I love them. Patrick, about, uh, mm. all right. Last one. I'm curious about.
0: What do you got on UConn, Maryland? Man, uh, this one kept me up at night. This one I had to really, <laughs> yeah. really think about. Awesome <laughs> sleepover. Really, over. really think about Maryland is a great number ten. Yeah, great number ten team, man. But man, yeah, I just think
1: book my night, biggest concern. Yeah, I, I've loved UConn all year. Another yeah, team. I great. wish they weren't playing a Big Ten team because I really like UConn. Yeah, I really my the biggest thing that concerns me is that I'm putting too much value on the Big Ten and the Big Twelve this year. Mm Because I am a massive homer for the Big Ten, and I was in love with the Big 12 teams this year. Oklahoma, Texas, Texas Tech, Oklahoma State. But I got Maryland in that one. I got uh, Alabama taking them down. Mm -hmm. I struggled with, uh, I have Texas and Alabama in the Sweet 16. I struggled with that one for a bit. Same thing with West Virginia and Houston. Okay. But hey, man, we both got the Illini uh, taken down... Are taking the gold? I think they do it regardless. Of they who they are just closing so well.
0: I mean, I'm not were- to steal. Um, who who is that? The one of the prominent college basketball reporters, Ball? John. Ryan. I don't no. Oh, Jay Billis. Jay, Jay Billis. Billis. Yes, Jay Billis. Man, I, I when I get to these points, I forget <laughs> the doggone names. I just don't know. Why. I gotta get better on that. However, Jay Billis. Uh, not to steal his line, but. You're dealing with Batman and the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, with Io DeSumo and Kofi, and Kofi Coburn. Yeah, that game against Iowa
1: wasn't proof that Kofi is an absolute dog. I oh. don't know what you need. Oh my gosh! I he's another. Uh, I wish. Ugh. I wish, and I don't wish. I wish Oklahoma State was in a different region because they have been my favorite team all year with Cade Cunningham. But a potential Cade Cunningham Io matchup is just that's incredible. Oh. Oh.
0: That's incredible.
1: But yeah, there's some teams that kind of scare me in that region for them. Like I said, I've been uh, I've been high in the Big Twelve, so Oklahoma State and West Virginia. Houston has been up and down at times, but I yeah. think they're good, man. We'll either, see.
0: Either way, there you folks have it. Thanks, Nick, for the question, my man. Anytime you want to come on the podcast, you are more than welcome. We'll gladly uh, chop it up with you, chat a little bit of uh, some hockey, some on-the-stick CS. We'd love to come on with you guys, too. You know, just any type of uh, Chicago love. We're trying to sure. trying to share it and spread it. So you want to come on? You want to have us on? Absolutely. We are all about it, Nikki G. And for our uh, second fan question Friday, this one is actually three parts, and uh, this is from the longtime fan, Kim Jones, at Kim Jones 6459 on Twitter. Kim says, question number one. I'll shoot this to you, Mags, and then I'll go ahead and answer as well. Question number one, besides March Madness, what are your other favorite sports moments or times of the year? Oh, I don't know, man. Maybe
1: September through Mm. uh, February, first week of February, every single Sunday. Took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. Uh, If you want to get more (laughs) specific than that, uh, you know, the first couple rounds of the NFL playoffs, Mm. just incredible matchups. I mean, this past year you had- This past year was incredible. Super super wild card weekend. Oh, incredible. But even just every single damn Sunday, man, three TVs- Noon at freaking 11 p.m. Yeah. Stuffing my absolute face with as much food as I
0: possibly can. Pizza, wings, beer, wings, pizza, beer, any yeah. order you want. If I could have more TVs, I would do it. I honestly probably couldn't give a better answer than you just no. did right there, pal. I don't care if it's the
1: best two teams playing. I don't care if it's the worst, worst. two teams no, playing. I fucking love the NFL, man.
0: I would say... 100% the NFL. It is my favorite sport, bar none. It's probably our favorite sport to bet on, our easiest sport to bet on. I don't want to say easy, because obviously you still no, got to cap it, but it's our best sport to bet on. Um, and it's just, man, oh man, like Max said, sitting Sunday to Sunday, just any given Sunday. Red zone on one TV, your favorite team on the other, on your big screen, except the Bears are getting segregated to my <laughs> little TV. And you know you got the other, maybe some NFL Network, maybe some other... Local games going on the third. You got Twitter rocking. You got fantasy rocking. It's just, oh, it, it is an overload yeah. of goodness. Now- I'm almost exhausted by about 7 p.m. Yeah, I would have to say so as well. <laughs> it, it sounds it, it, ridiculous, it's, it's but something. it's
1: taxing, man.
0: But I would also say any any beginning of the playoffs of anything, just sure. NHL, MLB, um, even like soccer of anything, like right now UEFA is going on, mm-hmm. I mean- it, just a level of play that gets brought into those, and it's the best of the best, man. I just oh yeah, I love we've gotten I love the last Washington. decade so uh, college football semifinals. Oh yeah, college football playoff semifinals. Those are a lot of fun as well. Yeah, uh, yeah. Any any tournament, if you just turn in, tune into a tournament, and you don't even have to be a sports fan. Yeah, it's like last runner up. I would
1: say would be uh, like January first Rose Bowl. Whether sure. it's now, sometimes it's part of the
0: semifinals. But I am a huge fan of the Rose Bowl. Sure. Question number two. Did you play sports as a kid? If so, what was your favorite sport and your favorite coach? Go ahead. So I played,
1: uh, I mean, it depends at one point. I, I played a little bit of everything. Same. Was pretty mediocre at all of them. <laughs> Basketball, Baseball. I, I played football. wasn't uh, wasn't the best at football. Yeah, tore your Achilles playing basketball here recently. Yeah, though. yeah, I tore my Achilles <laughs> at age twenty three uh, in a little pickup action. So my days, uh, my days in the hardwood may be over.
0: Yeah, i just I, I suggest that. But uh, in, high, in high
1: school, in high school, I played some golf on my high school golf team. Uh, so I still love to play golf. Basketball is still my favorite sport to play. Mm. Might have to reevaluate that if I can even play. Yeah, but uh, you got to be careful, man. You don't want to resnap that sucker. (sighs) Bad history in the family, (laughs) man. Bad Bad history in the family. My dad (laughs) tore both of his Achilles, and I don't want my other one to go,
0: man. That fucking sucked. Bad news. Bad news. Uh, Yeah, I did play sports as a kid. Kind of same as you. I I was all over the map. I was in basketball, baseball, football, um, you name it. I played it, and I loved football. And I started getting really good at football. I was a, a running back and a strong safety. I loved popping people. And I just loved going out on wheel routes and popping people. And then sitting back way in the deep back and a nice cover three look and just smack. <laughs> it was my favorite thing. Yeah, so I was a but, little, uh, sorry to cut you off.
1: I was a little chunkier, so I yeah. put a little offensive line. Okay,
0: okay. So my football career came to a screeching halt when I snapped my femur in half. Mm. And uh, had to take up the saxophone, which... Yeah, 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 I play the sexy phone, ladies and gentlemen. So that was kind of a blessing in disguise. It made me learn an instrument. and uh, But yeah, I never played football again after that. That was uh, when I was 13, tw- okay. 12 or 13. I think I was 12, I believe so. Um, my mom would know that right off the bat. Either way, my favorite sport, my love was baseball. Yeah, I played it since T-ball. I would go and throw... Go and play catch. Any chance I had, I would go. I would go to the batting cages for fun, just to go to the batting cages. Like I absolutely loved baseball, and so I went to one school uh, for like middle school and stuff, mm-hmm. right? And I wanted, I wanted to play more. I wanted more of an opportunity, and I wanted to go somewhere where I knew I'd be good. So I transferred schools in high school and went to a real small school, and actually kind of segue into my next point, followed my coach who had been coaching me in summer ball since fifth grade and I ended up now playing for him on an actual real school-sanctioned team. Okay, And, uh, yeah, he's probably one of my favorite coaches. I don't he's, think I answered that. I'll get that. Like, he is, uh, Andrew Hagerman is, is his name. He is He's a very special person in my life. He is a mentor in, in my life. He's he's somebody who told me a lot, a lot, a lot about the game of baseball and a lot about the game of life. And, uh, yeah, I would say uh, that would be my favorite coach, my favorite sport, and doggone right i played every sport under the sun as a kid yeah i loved the baseball
1: so yeah i missed uh, i forgot the uh, favorite coach aspect my pops was my uh, middle school baseball coach okay okay and uh, that's so, always yeah, fun man. dude that's always fun yeah he was a high school football coach for 30 years so okay. brought a little fire hell wasn't yeah wasn't afraid hell to yeah. uh
0: tell you to swing the damn bat <laughs> yeah hell yeah get your shit together pal yeah, man <laughs> we're gonna go with the pops i love it i love it so there goes question two and for the final question number three has watching sports ever moved you to tears if so name a moment i'll go ahead and kick this one off i guess because i was kind of talking with you about this one before we hopped on the pod here man i feel like i just get moved to tears every single time i watch sports like it there's just something i not even necessarily watch sports but if I'm watching like a rerun on Sports Center or something like, or just something good or maybe a, a 30 for 30 or an E60 or one of those quick snippets, there is just something beautiful about sports. Yeah, man. And man, oh man, it, it, maybe some of my favorite moments would be baseball moments because, you know, the old saying, a game's so beautiful, it's got to be played on diamonds. Mm-hmm. Some of those I mean, I'm even getting chills thinking about it now, man, like some of those moments, and they they just they move you to tears because they're just somebody did that, man, like somebody did that, I could never dream of doing some shit right. like that, like. Whatever being hitting a million and seventeen home runs, or stealing seventy five thousand bases in a season, whatever I mean, or one of the biggest clinching moments, anytime, and I know you're gonna hate me for this, but anytime I watch the Cubs World Series clincher, Chris Bryant grabbing that bad boy and throwing it across the diamond, I get choked up, man. It's beautiful. I'm sure it's the same with you with the Sox in '05, but I mean, oh, oh. So I I don't even know how to directly answer this
1: question. Not to like. I'm just for whatever reason, I've never been much of a crier in general mm. uh you know unless it's real serious stuff, right, right. there are definitely aspects at certain times would that bring me to tears though. Mm. I would say more so like the thirty for thirty, or you know sure. Tom Rinaldi, like no, I, really go for your gut. Uh, okay, yes, really See, go for no, your heart.
0: I, I wouldn't say like I'm sitting there sobbing. No, I know what you mean. You, I know. Like Choke it, just, you up. it gets choked up. You get, get some chill. Gets, I mean, get some waterworks going in the eyes. You blink a couple times. You got some droplets falling down. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it gets me. I have man. emotions. I'm not gonna say it, it gets me, man. If
1: the Packers lose Week One, I'm pissed off until the next Sunday. Man. If they man. lose the fucking nfc championship i'm pissed off two months later like i am right now don't get me started
0: exactly i'm dealing my dad and i
1: had a five minute conversation about it like last week because we were still pissed off about it <laughs> I'm, I'm
0: dealing with the worst free agency in chicago bears football history and this man is upset about losing the nfc championship i mean i suppose i would just rather have zero expectations than to get to the pinnacle every year no, and, and lay an FM leg but <laughs> i promise you would it's a lot more fun oh, <laughs> yeah that's what they say It's a lot more fun that's than me uh,
1: agonized in march i promise yeah. It just it's not fun <laughs> being a
0: Bears fan right now. <laughs> my uh my good buddy Fez on uh on Twitter, he did a a team selection. He is also a huge Bears fan with me. Uh if you want to follow him at official underscore Fez, the O and the F are capitalized. He put out a video, Three Randoms in a Suicide on um <laughs> on madden and he did three randoms in a suicide for the next team he's following <laughs> and i can't ruin it because the, the the things he said and if he will ever break down come make some content with us come on slide on over fez but the things he says just i can't even ruin it for you it's absolutely terrific and uh Go Browns, Fez. Go Browns, yeah. and uh, so uh, it, it's it's that's rough. a
1: nice consolation though. Man, Browns are a fan it's favorite. It's not bad. We'll see what happens. It Bay looks correction. like they're not going to have
0: ODB or oh, um, OBJ. OBJ. I always say ODB, ODB. old dirty bastard. <laughs> uh, I don't know why I say that every time, but yeah. Uh, thank you so much, Kim, for those awesome questions. Thanks for. Uh, tuning in on Fan Question Friday and giving us those questions that nobody else is going to ask. Those hard-hitting, deep questions make you think a little bit more, make you you get off track. And speaking of thinking, how about we wrap this bad boy up in the only way I know how, and that's by giving you my motivation minutes. And I didn't want to take too much of your time today. I didn't want to go any longer because we have just jam-packed this episode with Nothing but locks. Nothing but fun. Nothing but plays. Nothing but laughs. But I wanted to bring it back to center for a minute. Slow down, if you will. If you can, for this next 30 seconds. And I promise, it'll only be 30 seconds. Just breathe. Slow down. Calm down. Everything's not as bad as it seems. You are in just the spot that you were meant to be and everything's gonna work out for you in the end take a few deep breaths take out a pen take out some paper start writing some ideas down and relieve that stress relieve that anxiety just breathe 30 seconds that's it i pulled out my fake timer but i wish i would have it was 30 seconds. Okay. I got I got I got my timer right here right okay. in front of me, baby. But that's all I wanted to give you guys. Just breathe. Don't worry about what you got going on. Don't worry about don't worry about the million and one questions rolling around in your head. Worry about right here, right now. What can you do right here right now to further your success and make you better? Just breathe. Just breathe. Don't forget to do that far too often we do and don't even realize it. Just breathe. And that'll wrap up Colts motivation minutes today, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you enjoyed that one. Just wanted to give you a quick hitter, something you can think about. Some quick couple sentences didn't. Want yeah, we got games to get to, man. We got games to get, we got games get to. to, get to. I, people I need to breathe for yeah, these yeah, damn games. Yeah, we need to breathe for these damn games. You need to save and your an breath. oxygen. So, uh, with that, partner. As per usual, uh, anything burning on the mind, on the heart, on the soul, other than you are geeked up more than a little boy on Christmas morning with about 17,000 presents under the tree for March Madness? You got anything? No, man. I want to watch these damn games. <laughs> I can't <laughs> wait. I can't wait. I can't wait these either. These games
1: on uh, the uh, night of recording have been awesome.
0: Absolutely awesome. Awesome. How are we, how we looking right here? Uh, App State's recording?
1: down uh, as the time of recording. We had App State minus three. They're uh, kind of getting worked. 13 points right now 41
0: 28 but they have been a rebounder of a team and I was super super high on them however folks we got Boise State up 50 42 in the NIT and yeah, you know and we you what? some NIT action and you know what Cole
1: was trying to throw in some NIT action today you and know I what said... <laughs> if
0: you were so kind to make it to the end of this podcast I'm gonna do it for you I'm gonna be that guy I'm gonna say you throwing down your NIT locks I'm throwing down my okay. fucking okay. NIT okay. locks pal listen <laughs> the fuck up right here I'm taking Ole Miss minus three and a half. Okay. SEC, just a totally different ball game than Conference USA. Mentioned it on Wednesday's pod, love Conference USA. But Ole Miss getting the three and a half points. And, you know, I just, I don't see how they don't cover this. I don't see how they don't cover this game.
1: They've been heating up,
0: man. They've been heating up. Man, they've been heating up. They They took LSU down to the wire. Again, as we were just talking about, absolute heartbreaker against LSU. And Louisiana Tech, sure, they ran into a rough and rowdy, mean green squad. But I think this bad boy is going to be a shootout, and it's going to come down to a few free throws. And Ole Miss is going to pull away at the end because of those free throws, because they do shoot a 2% higher percent than Louisiana Tech on the Alrighty, season. All then. You heard it here first. Be sure to check my Action app. I might do a little bit of research because at the time of recording, I just pulled up the app. And I said, oh, shit, without saying, oh, shit, because Louisiana Tech's got 52% of the bets and 87% of early money. Oh. So I'm a little worried about that now. A little worried about that now. I might uh, end up flipping to Louisiana Tech. I didn't uh, do as much research as I thought. Not as much as I thought, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. And, and our good friend Stucky, he uh, did take Louisiana Tech at plus five. So that bad boy has dropped down to three and a half from five.
1: Hey, man, even during March, there's some juicy teams in the NIT that you just can't stay away from. We'll see.
0: We'll see. But uh, as for now, Ole Miss, Rebs, Rebs. Rebs three and a half. I love it. Follow me on the Action app just to make sure. <laughs> second one, I believe, yes, there's only two tomorrow. The second one, we got Beefalo, Buffalo, Buffalo, Buffalo facing off against the Colorado State Rams. Um, you know, I think I gotta go Buffalo here. Catching the point, absolutely. Chili pepper hot in the MAC conference this season.
1: Ran into Ohio. Ran
0: into Ohio. Buzzsaw right who now. I've been talking them up for the last two weeks. I don't know. I might stay away from this one, but we'll see. But uh, early reaction, early look here. First thing in your morning, uh, first thing and my evening. <laughs> well, I am taking Buffalo. Plus one and a half, I do believe. We'll see. A little right. more investigation. WCC versus Mac. If you be... got a fifth TV, throw those NIT. Or wait, bad is, boys that, on. is that is that WAC versus Mac? Uh no, Mountain West versus Ma- Mac. Ah. Mac versus or MWC m- m- versus Mac. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those so, are. <laughs> Mac, WAC, WCC, M W C hey, either way, either way. So yeah, I think I think those will be what uh what I give out. Um, we'll see. Just follow. Hey, also, as that is a quick reminder, follow us on the Action App. Uh, the new and improved Action App is top notch. And if you have not gotten Action App Pro for 80% off, it is a $120 app and they give it to you for 20 bucks. If you haven't signed up for that yet, you're out of your damn mind. They give you bet percentages. They give you money percentages. They give you every single stat in the book. They got analysis. They got pros. They got the sharps. They got the systems. Anything you want, it's on there, pal. They track, you can track your bets. You can track your percentages. I mean, I'm giving them a free plug right now. For crying out loud, it is a hell of a product. Go sign up for the Action App, man. Go get you the Action App. Outside of that, I think it's about time to let these folks uh, head on out. Enjoy some damn games. Enjoy some damn games on this beautiful Friday, March 19th, 2021. Thank you all so much for taking a few moments again out of your day to come and kick it with the crew. We can't thank you enough for joining us as per usual and growing the following, telling your mothers, your brothers, your friends, your neighbors. We can't thank you enough TTL is here to stay. No matter what comes our way, we ain't stopping, we ain't leaving, and we're just going to keep making the content bigger and better for all of you. Without further ado, degenerates, gamblers far and wide, ladies and gentlemen, have a spectacular day unless you have other plans. Let's cash some tickets.